Well, I just got back from exercising my civic duty <laughs> at the Letcher County Rec- Recreational Center. Not exercising your glutes, certainly. Not exercising my glutes, pecs, abs, or bives, bives and tries, <laughs> but exercising my civic duty. You're not um, getting tested for COVID-19. Um, no, by voting for Joseph Robinette Biden. Oh my God, you voted for Biden! (laughs) Is this your official endorsement? You're riding with Biden! (laughs) You're on your team Joe! I'm team Joe, man! (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not cool. We thought we knew you. Hell, I voted for him too, by God. I'll go ahead and tell you. Well, since you already voted, tell me what the early voting is like in Letcher County, because I guess that's what I'm going to go do, too, since I didn't order a damn what you call. It's pretty simple. They give you a stylus, go over to a machine, you punch in your... Ooh, fancy. You punch in, you, you, yeah, you punch in your nominations for write-in candidate for city council, like Joe Bug. Nice. Uh, well, I don't get to vote for city council. I don't live in city limits. Oh yeah, well, but it was pretty. It was pretty low key. Now, before any of you call me a sellout, let me just <sighs> justify I think, myself. I don't think anyone cares. Let me just <laughs> who you voted for. <laughs> this podcast is now on the payroll of Chesapeake Energy. <laughs> Brought to you by the wonderful folks at Chesapeake Energy. We have an actual budget now. That's you right. can expect better editing and guests. Um, no, are, this is, is it, the first. Is it all at the high school ahead. though? For real, is it all at the high school? All the early voting, or is it at at your normal place? No, it's at the rec center. Oh, what? It's at the rec center. It's at the rec center in the courthouse. I don't know about that. Wow, My, you yeah. you really did exercise, huh? Hey, let me ask you a question. Were I you did. Ha- I, were you hectored by legions of uh, MAGA people as you went in the doors, hissing at you to vote for no. Trump? <laughs> or any, any ass- turn you away. Any assault rifles in view? You know, no guns. Um not as much hand sandy as I would have wanted, but um <laughs> n- maybe they're trying to k- kill us that way. Maybe the libs are supposed to go over to the rec center while the trumpers go over to the courthouse. <laughs> they just uh, they just it- you tell them what party you're with, and if you say Democrat, they send you over to the machine that's got like a bunch of coughing people like standing around in a circle. <laughs> oh my god! Well, the woman, so you you know you enter it into a machine and it prints off your thing, and and then you go you stick it into another machine. I don't know; it's pretty stupid. But the Wait. woman, I'm that's pretty, not fishy at all. <laughs> no, no, sounds fine. Um, the woman operating that machine was not wearing a mask, and uh, what? actually, n- none of the women signing anybody in were wearing a mask. What? Uh, they had How them. How is this not what? Because they we were have eating... a statewide what? mask mandate. Tanya, I don't know if you're up on this, but <laughs> there's really not any rules anymore. No. They're not even wearing masks at polling locations. I don't know. That hits a little different, to be honest. Well, look, look. I've been telling. I was me and Tom were talking about this on Sunday, and I was thinking about this. 
we have entered a new phase of the campaign. And, you know, and, and, and I, I hate to say this, I hate to go down the paranoid conspiracy rabbit hole, but for a brief, <laughs> brief moment this week. That's where we live. I, that, yeah, I, for the a paranoia brief, mind shaft. In, for a brief moment this week, I kind of thought that maybe Trump getting COVID was a hoax. Now, hold on just a minute before you get mad at me. Let me explain. Wait, what have they been doing all year? So ever since the pandemic started, they, they've realized that they're not organized enough to get a handle on this thing. That it's been a disaster, that we've got more deaths and more cases than any other country. So at a certain point, it was around April or May, the Trump administration pivoted. And what they started to do, they tried it a few times. I don't know if you remember this. In March and April, they said, you know, we got to get our human capital stock back to work. Some people are going to die, but that's whatever. They were never fully able to get people to internalize the notion that everything is normal and fine and that you should not worry about the virus. The one thing that allowed them to do that was Trump getting COVID. Now, what was what was the first thing Trump said after he got COVID, after he got out of the hospital? He said, don't let it dominate your lives, folks. Don't let it, it's not something to be scared of. You know don't what? let it dominate your lives. I, I agree with you, and I'm going to tell you why I agree with you. Trump, which this might not be true because he seems blissfully unaware that he does look like a tub of goo, just just like <laughs> melting in the, the August sun. But like Trump also is very meticulous about his look, and he got on camera looking like dog shit for two days. Yeah, like and he had to know it too because he didn't put on like the the sunless tan or any of that shit. Like he was just like his normal seventy eight year old ashen color with his hair a little disheveled, but not too he much. Had a- a death visage. He had to sell it, didn't he? Yeah. Terrence, you're right. The motherfucker never had COVID nineteen. I'm all I'm saying is that even if he never had it, it was extremely advantageous for him, though, because it finally allowed the Trump administration to do the one thing they've been trying to do since April and May, which is normalize it. Say everything is fine. Don't let it dominate your lives. I had it. It's all right, folks. I had it. Now I'm, I, I don't have it anymore. It's okay. You know, it's nothing to be scared of. We're learning more and more all the time. And, and so I felt think have the best doctors, the, the best that that treatments. Had, feel better than I have in 20 years. Yeah. I feel better than I Yeah, that's yeah, true. Better than that's what he said. <laughs> He's going to come out to his next yeah. campaign rally to uh, it's Bob Marley's Legalize It, but it's going to be the lyrics changed to Normalize It. <laughs> It's like the steel drums playing and yeah. Trump just comes out there. Yeah. Oh he comes God. out. Normal light, only cure for asthma. Oh, my God. Now let it ruin your life. I don't know. I don't know if Only I... cure for glaucoma. I don't know if I'm of sound enough mind to accept that our president has faked a lethal disease. I don't know that I can even process <laughs> that at all, so I'm not going to well, consider it much further if it's all the same to you. Like any conspiracy, though, like 9-11 or whatever, the consequences are way more important than what actually happened because the consequences have been a wholesale um, acceptance of the disease among 
conservatives because as you know tom and i were talking about this on sunday but they are out there campaigning and rallying as if nothing's wrong as if everything is totally fine yeah (laughs) he was also out there rallying sooner than he should have been as per quarantine protocol correct yeah he defied the cdc's own uh standards (laughs) yeah guidance rather yeah no it's 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 and so i don't know maybe that has to do with people not wearing masks at the polls because i 1000 percent guarantee you that all the people who work at the polls in letcher county are conservatives (laughs) they're trump people well yeah well they found out i was briefly socialist workers party you thought that Right. Yeah, you that's the best that, thing uh, that's ever happened in a primary in Litch County. Thought somebody was trying to set up a new caliphate or something in town. Um, which brings <laughs> me back to your voting story. This is a general election. It's not a closed primary. Why'd you have to give them your uh, party? They asked for your, your party. Pa- is that how they have people in the book or no, whatever? No, but no, the they do. Yeah, they do anyway, too- regardless. Huh. They do, yeah. You, they do ask you the party. It says it right there underneath your name when they check you in. That's why Tom's had Socialist Workers Party on his. They couldn't find me. He said, "Oh, she said, oh, that's that's in the back of the book. <laughs> back of the book." <laughs> but the woman who did take me to my machine was like, "If you want to vote straight party, this is how you do it." And she stood, stood there for a couple extra seconds, longer than she needed to, and I looked at her like, "All right." <laughs> Okay. Were you kind of standoffish? Did you try to keep your distance since they didn't have masks on? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Yeah, I like. Imagine if you get COVID nineteen going to vote for Joe from Biden. voting. People are absolutely for going for Joe fucking Biden. One million percent. It's the it's first. A million I will percent say this. Likely that someone the will first, get COVID and die from voting this year. Absolutely. And the they first have. Democratic presidential candidate i voted for since 2008 by the way so the first actually conservative um presidential candidate i voted for since barack obama and the funny thing about that is um i was just sitting standing there and i was just like you know what i honestly i didn't know what my game plan was i went in there and i was like i'm not gonna vote in any of the elections except for my local representative and then i got to that part and she was she was just running on a post and i was like god damn it i don't even need to be here <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm risking life and lung for goddamn uh uh marty baker for coroner and joe biden for president <laughs> <laughs> angie's unopposed uh i don't think i'm gonna bother going uh, i don't get to ride in anybody for city council why bother unopposed tanya I'll tell you why you bother. You bother as a hedge against these jackals that are going to fucking string us up by our fucking toes if Joe Biden loses. (laughs) It's really really just insurance against that. You know, to be honest, I can't really tell you why I did it. I think that it's because... um, Look, if you're going to go vote for Joe Biden, you need to... Fully jettison the idea that you can pull this candidate to the left. That's never going to happen. Happening. Get it no. out of your head. Nope. That does it. That never works. Um, I can tell you, all four, all three of us have worked in the nonprofit world for years. 
during the Obama years. We can all tell you with plenty of experience that you will never, ever, ever pull a presidential administration to the left. Ever. I mean, he's already running to the right. This man is. Oh, he's already. He's a conservative. Out and out, he's a conservative. Well, he's vet, um, I saw he's vetting a handful of Republicans for cabinet positions because he I thinks just, there's something novel about, you know, having two yes. rivals. <laughs> he is. John Kasich was one of them. <laughs> oh, my God, you all. Just, I think the Quibi CEO and co-founder. CEO of Quibi, which went under Which yesterday. just went under. God damn. Yeah. I, I just, let's, let's stop for a second. You know what we like to get in the time machine. That's the only place I'm comfortable anymore, really, because reality right. is too much. <laughs> if we go back to the days where we were so hop on Bernie and we just knew that Bernie was landsliding these motherfuckers, these jokes, we were still, Terrence was still on his hip, um, what was his stupid name, uh, Buttigieg camp, uh, you were still doing Buttigieg. That was your oh, primary. Oh, yes. That was your primary uh, character. That seems I'd like so long ago. I'd to be ago. able to get Doesn't it seem a like cabinet so position. That was this calendar year, my friends. I'm going to be Secretary of State under Joseph <laughs> Robinette Biden. You were trying to summon a uh, lobotomy. That's right. As, as Pete. Right. <laughs> we could have never predicted how bad this got. No. E- even as no. even as pessimistic as we are. Let me paint you a picture real quick. Yeah. Paint 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 us a Birmingham, will you? We're sitting in Terrence's cabin. Somebody reaches over and plays for the OJ's for the love of money on the record player. And out and out and out. We're all smoking <laughs> cigars, kicking back in chairs, drinking champagne, saying Bernie's gonna win forty seven of fifty primaries and don't it feel so good? <laughs> And then... And now... Go ahead. Well, I just said, then South Carolina happened. And uh, here we are. And fast forward to this. Among the names being floated for possible Biden cabinet posts are Meg Whitman, CEO of Quibi and former CEO of eBay, and former Ohio Governor John Kasich, both of who spoke at August Democratic National Convention, Massachusetts GOP Governor Charlie Baker and former Senator Jeff Flake have also been mentioned, as has former Representative Charlie Dent from Pennsylvania. What was Jeff Flake had that stunt where he like wrote a thousand dollar check to uh, was who was it? Was it the Obama campaign or something? Do you remember that Jeff Flake? Jeff Flake is like in that vein of like. Uh, John McCain and Mitt Romney where like people think he's like some kind of maverick like on a much smaller scale he doesn't have the name cachet but like you know he's uh-huh. like you know he's the guy that can see both sides kind of thing but then he when writes, the rubber he hits wrote, the road he just gets in line with the rest of them <laughs> yeah he wrote a check to the Democrat opposing Roy jo- or he wrote a check to Doug Jones oh yeah, oh, yeah that's right he wrote a he wrote a thousand dollar check to the guy running against a pedo <laughs> <laughs> Very brave. Good job. Jeff. Well, just to go back to my previous statement, don't vote for Joe Biden. I mean, you know, I, I mean, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm, I'm fully. I would never ever scold anybody for not voting. If you don't want to vote, I don't give a fuck. But if you do. 
don't try to rationalize it to yourself like, oh, we're going to pull them to the left. Like, there's some things, good things that come out of this. No, just fucking say it's for spite or something like I did, just as a grievance because it'd be funny to see the Trump people lose. That's all you got. You got nothing else. I'm sorry. Yeah, There's there nothing might else. might be like a generic benefit to getting Trump out of office. That's what that's 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 the only possible thing that you could like point to that could be different. I'll t- which you know it's going to be wholly less entertaining. No, obviously I don't want. No, him that's in yeah, that's that's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't want him in office, but as someone who is clinging to the dark comedy that we find ourselves in, as my only. Uh, sanity is trump going to be as funny out of office you think uh, i don't fuck who knows i doubt it i'll tell you what though yesterday rudy giuliani had me in tears i absolutely cried yesterday laughing at rudy giuliani and i never thought i could (laughs) i never would have thought i said that did you it's been a weird week it's been such a weird week. Anyway. Uh, Listen, who among us hasn't uh, laid down on a bed and fiddled with our microphone device in front of a 15-year-old? You know what I mean? <laughs> Normal stuff. I mean, did you, okay, did you all see someone, this, maybe this was fake. Either way, I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make it any less funny. But someone was sharing screenshots um, from a text message where they were pretending to be Ivanka texting Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Y'all didn't see this? I didn't uh-huh. see this. No, this so, was, so was this the, real? Well, the reason I think it was, may have been real is because it started like a couple weeks ago. He, I, I'll ha- I'd have to dig it up. I can't, I can't remember anything anymore, but uh, I never have been able to. But he had texted Rudy Giuliani and said, hey, is this Rudy? And then the reply was, who might this be? And they said, it's Ivanka, and sent a selfie of, like, uh, Ivanka taking a picture of herself in the mirror, waving. Uh (laughs) And he said, oh, I didn't realize you got a new number. (laughs) Anyway, and he just left it at that. Well, that was two weeks ago, and he had shared it two weeks ago. Then he he redid it yesterday with a new new message he sent that just said, hey, are the rumors true? And he said... Some of it's true. I need to talk with your dad about it first. <laughs> oh, man. Apparently, it's not real. Apparently, this is satire. Uh, it According so to... That's what I said. Regardless if it's real or fake, it was so funny. And that was the beginning of me dislike going down a Rudy rabbit hole yesterday. And i tell you what, it paid off. It was, it was good eating. I loved it. <laughs> so, so, apparently... Sasha Baron Cohen tricked Rudy Giuliani into thinking he was about to about to get his knob slobbed um, by a 15-year-old Cossack journalist. (laughs) Yes. Um, Which caused yeah, caused Giuliani to melt down. This also came in the same week (laughs) this also came in the same week that New Yorker writer Jeffrey Tubin uh, was caught jacking it on a Zoom Ooh. conference call, um, which I, th- you know, my I think my man was just trying to show everybody on the call his new Trill Billy shirt. I think that's all he was trying to do. Oh my god! I think that we, we need some sympathy for and the, the camera slipped down a little too low. Yes, yeah. Well, would you say the funny thing about this, Tanya? You'll appreciate this a lo- uh, a whole lot. Um, in the in the last twenty four hours. 
because Jeffrey Tubin is a respected journalist who cannot be, um, you know, flawed in any way, uh, there's been a concerted media effort to basically say that he was engaged in pleasure, pleasure activism. He was sex positive, bro. We can't. It's okay. It's okay to jerk say you. You should swear. not hate yourself say for masturbating. I never saw anyone I, say pleasure activist, but I have seen people. Um, uh, well, is this not this pleasure school. activism? Listen to this. this no, exposing your daily yourself news. Jeffrey, at work. Jeffrey Tubin's history of bad. This is on the New York Daily News. Jeffrey Tubin's history of bad sexual judgment is really bad. Our unease with masturbation. But oh I'm guessing you do the God. same, dear reader. Oh my God. Maybe you should stop feeling weird and guilty about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the world's ran by pedophiles, and the next step is their undersecretaries are all just going to be sex perverts. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I tell you I what. Got... Uh, I, here's the thing that I can't wrap my head around about that. It's like, how? Okay, we're, we're like we're hanging out. We're having a Google Hangout here right now. If I were to start vlogging it right here, like I feel like you all would like kind of notice what was up immediately. You know what I'm saying? Without like, even you... getting a pick, uh-huh. peekaboo, yeah. Like, how was he even getting into it? You know what I'm saying? Without like. Somebody said, hey, Jeff, you're doing what I think you're doing? <laughs> so it started with his dick. Yeah. It started with his dick off camera, and somehow eventually the dick came into the camera. Like, that's <laughs> my that question. I mean. <laughs> that's my qu- Like, he was clearly he was clearly being an exhibitionist and trying to honest, believe that the camera was off. Uh, oh, he he says he thought the camera was off. How many times you been on Zoom and it's like been at like fucking crotch level? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He 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 had to be trying to get away with something. Had to be. Yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Mm. I mean, you calling him a I respected think... journalist is enough. It's just like these people love to see what they can fucking get away with. Also, let's just call it what it is. Jacking at work is not jacking in front of your colleagues, okay? Jacking at work is fine. Just, you know. In the bathroom, which we can't do that anymore. Who among oh, us true. hasn't rubbed one out in the bathroom in, under a, in a stressful work day? Fuck. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's, it's funny to read a tweet like that. It's just like that would never, ever be written about somebody who is like, I don't know, a gas station attendant. Yeah, Or defense. a fucking Amazon warehouse worker. Yeah. 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 No, no that, they is, were I, being... I think my man was just trying. Sorry, go this ahead. is just wild. Well, this actually came up a few days before that. A listener, a friend, um, messaged me and was like, hey, uh, we had to fire uh, one of my coworkers today for being a sex worker. And I was like, oh, that sucks. And they were like, no, it was pretty bad. <laughs> they did some not good shit at work. So. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that sucks. What the fuck? What happened? So, is your friend their boss? No, no. They just work there. Um, I don't I, I don't feel like I can give any more details. Um, but it was. Wow, way to dangle it in front of just, us and pull it back. Just so sad. It's just like, this is just a, such a culmination of a weird fucking week of pervs in the news. And in my DMs, yeah. which that's not nothing new, really. but Right. But no, this um, is not pleasure activism. Terrence. Well, why, I, why not? But I tell you, 
I'm not able to keep up with the uh, the old discourse on Twitter at the moment. Every time I log on, it feels like it's been a fucking century, and I have no idea what's going on. Nothing, nothing that like yesterday, it took me too long. Well, one to figure out the new retweet function, but also to figure out who the original joke was about about the dad and son. It took me so long to track that down. I can't keep anything straight anymore. I'm not. It's like you fit. might need to log off, Donnie. Exactly. I'm not mentally able to keep. No, I'm saying like one day off the internet, one day off Twitter, and so much has happened. It's there's it's too much to catch up on. It's too much. Uh huh. Check me out, y'all. I'm kind of balding like James Gandolfini. Yeah. I think it looks pretty sexy, personally. Yeah, I think that's why I'm going to just lean into it. Jim. Anyway. Jim, Jim was a snack. What else is feel, going on I'm in the world? Kind of, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of guilty now about voting for Joe Biden. I, I don't know why I did that. I mean, you ever do things and you're like, why did I do that? Every day. Uh, I also voted for Amy McGrath. Did I tell you ooh. that? <laughs> <laughs> These are my confessions. This yeah. is a, this is oh, a, man. It's a good thing I'm a minister, Terrence, because you do need a confessional. Buddy, I wrote him. Charles Booker. I had to tell somebody. <laughs> Terrence, rebuke him. Of, or Tom, Tom, do something. Uh, exercise him. Get Satan out of this boy. There ain't no, there's no doing it. You, you did you clock one in for Amy too? Your neighbor? No, I, I wrote to well, here's, C. Booker in. Oh, good. Smart. Jesus. That's okay. I mean, I, I kind of feel like here's my, here's my philosophy on it. It doesn't matter one way or the other. And this is why, ultimately why I did it. It, it did take several weeks of, tri- of triangulation and, and philosophically trying to reason why it would probably be, be okay. Because look, the, the shitty thing about this country is that if you protest vote, nobody knows. If you don't vote as a protest, nobody knows. And if you do vote, uh, nobody knows. Me. So it ultimately me. doesn't matter. Well, I have a counterpoint here. Which you should know, okay. as someone who's uh, volunteered with a campaign and worked for nonprofits, is actually whether you vote or not is recorded and known. You can buy that. Oh yeah, data. definitely. And I was going to say that one one potential positive here on our pro con list of voting is that if you don't vote, it might get you removed from all these goddamn lists. And get Joe and the Dems out of your fucking phone. There's literally zero chance of that happening. See, that's a that's a very that's a, that's zero chance. That's a huge might. I don't you, think that would ever happen. You were you, think, <laughs> you were in the jaws of the beast for the rest of your born days, my friend. You don't think they're backing out? And this is all thanks to Bernie. I never got these fucking messages no, until I no, gave Bernie it, money. It ain't Bernie. I tell you, it ain't Bernie. It's you. You fucking sign one moveon.com petition, and then it's the floodgates open. Yeah, change.org. I don't know. It all started when I started giving Bernie That's right. money. I get. I'm getting fucking daily emails. Have you checked out this like really sad tone that they're doing? <laughs> they're doing this thing yes, where it's I like have. we're losing again. It's over. <laughs> like just completely defeat us. Like they can't like run good candidates to get you excited. So the next thing is to like guilt you and make you feel like you're complicit in fascism. If you don't give yeah. Jamie Harrison ten dollars, or if you don't give uh, you know, well, Amy McGrath, whatever. Well, I've already You're been complicit stalled. in fascism either way. 
Say more. You're you're right. I just want you to talk about it. Me or Tanya? No, you. You never want me to talk I'm, about it. There's a lag. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? You've already been scolded? No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. We got like a little. Bit I don't even remember here. what I said now. Uh, uh, complicit in fascism. Yeah, you said either way we're complicit in oh. fascism. That's why I said say more, not because I didn't want to hear Tanya speak. <laughs> um. Well, you're complicit in fascism either way because there's a very good chance that a foreign policy under a Biden administration is going to be way more aggressive and militaristic than a Biden or than a Trump presidency. Um, you know, the deportations and child children in concentration camps and splitting up kids from their parents at the border started under Obama, et cetera. So you're you're complicit either way. Right. The problem is is that you're also not complicit either way. It's really bizarre. It's like it doesn't matter if you don't vote for that because I mean it's it's such a, a gargantuan problem that it doesn't all ride on you. But at the same time, it doesn't you voting isn't going to cause all of those things anyways because all of those things are already set into motion. Yeah. So really it all just came down to I had a free hour, I had nothing else going on, and I found myself close to a voting booth, so I went in and I punched (laughs) one in. On my way to the uh, thigh abductor machine, I slipped on a banana peel and voted for Joe Biden. You show up. Exactly. You show up like, oh yeah, I was just in the neighborhood. You don't want anyone to think you're there on purpose. The poll workers right. are just like, oh okay. Right. I mean, the prob- the thing is, is that America needs to be destroyed regardless. Death to America, absolutely. But it's 100%. like, um, but at this, it's also like, uh, I don't know. Now I'm. I, I want to go back. Maybe I can go back and ask him if I can. I have my undo vote back. I'm oh like, my god! Can I undo my vote for Joe? If I told them that I voted for Joe Biden, they'd probably let me do it. They'd be like, "Yes, take <laughs> it back." Oh, you know what? The, oh god, that would be a good experiment to play. It'd just be like, uh, yeah, camera. actually, we got about three people. It's dead if you just go vote under all their names for Trump. Oh my god! <laughs> they'd probably let it. Man, you go with so goddamn funny, and I, I don't mean to go on like a huge tangent about like the sort of vote scolding thing, or like even the latest futile celebrity efforts to like get out the vote or whatever. But it really is strange that like confidence. And this didn't start necessarily with the Republicans either, but like confidence in like the legitimacy of elections is like feels like it's at an all time low, and it's like. How do you not feel that fucking way when, like, you have to, like, go in there, slip on a banana peel on your way to the abductor machine, go to a machine with a stylus, punch it in, get a ticket, go stick it in another machine, fucking uh, have the lady sign you in, jerk you off real quick, get your fucking, uh, your fucking cum tribute, and then go stick it in, like, the blue box out get front. Get COVID in the process. And only then, only then will your vote be counted. You know what I mean? There's just so many goddamn, like, just practical hurdles. It just makes no goddamn sense, even if you're not dealing with any sort of racial or class sort of, like, barriers to it, you know? Yeah. And while most people won't face a direct vote, like, scolding for not voting, I, for one, have. In person, and since we just (laughs) mentioned the van earlier, the the memory has come flooding back over me. 
when I first started in paid electoral organizing, it been like 11, 12 years ago now. So I was only like 22. I'd only been voting, you know, a handful of years any damn way. But I'm in my first, like, voter training van, voter activation network training, room full of people. And I'm the, I'm the newest person on staff. So when they're showing everybody, they use me as a guinea pig. And they're like, let's put in Tanya's name. <laughs> now let's do Tanya. Tanya, Tanya for fun. <laughs> so they search me in the van, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's see. And it comes up, and, of course, I've only voted, like, three times in the past eight elections I could have because I hadn't voted in the primaries, and I'd miss one general. <laughs> and they, I swear to Christ, everyone in the room just turned and looked at me like I was a demon in the room and Damn. I, well, I just started nervously laughing I had just because no you had like a say. gappy voting history yeah I had a very gappy voting voting <laughs> history it's <laughs> like when you go apply for a job and they're like please explain gaps in your unemployment history they're like please explain gaps in your voting history yeah that's oh exactly my God, that how would it be. felt oh my god that will be you know how like uh some like weird fucking startups like check your credit score to get a job and all that kind of shit. Check, check like I can imagine like the liberal NGOs here like saying, "Well, you need to get, produce a state certified voting record so we can see that like you're really about it." You know. Absolutely. What if? What if they start doing? Oh, this is fascinating to think about. What if it's means testing for healthcare or whatever, but you can only get it if you've produced proof that you voted so it's like voter discrimination in reverse it's like you have to vote or else you don't get any benefits from the state <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god that's oh my god that's dark as hell man <laughs> oh man but it's it's so obvious that's the direction for moving in. well you're right you're both right or you're god. right there's like there's never been more there's never been more skepticism over the legitimacy of the voting process, but at the same time, as of yesterday, at least 42 million people have already voted in the 2020 election, general election. I'm I'm not going to say this lightly, but Biden's going to win. That's I a mean, pretty sure, good turnout. Right? Like, even if, like, wouldn't that be a pretty good turnout even if, like, we just called it there? Yeah. What's the turnout right I now? I think so. For absentees? 42 million. What was the vote? What was the turnout for Hillary and Trump? Like total. Um, you remember? Let's see. Let's look here. Wasn't Order. it? Wasn't it really low? Turnout that year really low. Turn, I think it was <laughs> the highest said, it had ever been. Oh really? I thought Obama said people got lazy or some shit. It was, that's just <laughs> complacent. What he okay. Complacent. A hundred and twenty-five. A hundred about a hundred and thirty million people. Okay, voted okay. in 2016, and we've there's already... So we're almost a third of the way there to the, like, 2016 total. And your number, the number, 42 million is the number of votes that have already been cast, returned, ballots? Yeah. And early mm-hmm. voting? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't... I was know. really hoping that, well, I won't say that, but... I'll just say it would have been this. This is a year we came pretty close to the potential of people voting for someone who later died before election day. <laughs> I mean, how many times will that be uh, so statistically possible? Also, possible. Uh, it, the, yeah. the, the, it, 
Also, you have to be more specific who you're talking about. Either one of them. That's what I'm saying. Either one of them. <laughs> That's what I'm it's saying. A, it's a, either, either. This is like literal necropolitics. <laughs> Speaking of necrotizing politics, let's talk about Mitch McConnell's goddamn hands for a second. The fuck is uh, going on well, there? When y'all sent Here's another pig, thing. I thought it was two tattooed hands, and I thought y'all it was about to be like a conspiracy that Mitch McConnell's covered in tattoos. That's literally what I thought you were sending me. Yeah, Mitch McConnell's like, uh, like was like part of like like in goddamn Eastern Promises or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's got knuckle tats. <laughs> he puts cigarettes out in his tongue and has to like fuck women in front of his colleagues. Oh my god! Oh my god! What were you gonna say, Terrence? I'm sorry. I I. Well, I, I, you know, I'm running through, so once again, I, so I, you know, I'm in, I've been in therapy lately, Tanya, I don't know if I've <gasps> told you I'm that. So but, um, I'm so proud of you. I've been so doing therapy. I'm so happy for you. That's great. <laughs> me I too. And so in me. the pursuit of self. That's great. I'm happy for both What's of that? you. What's that? Equally happy for both of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but in the pre- in the interest of self reflection, I've been trying to understand why I do some of the things I do, and and so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to understand why I voted the way I just did, and perhaps it was voter intimidation, some sort of fear, and mixture of spite uh, and grievance. But once I saw Amy McGrath's name up there next to Mitch McConnell's, it has this weird effect where you're like, well. I don't want McConnell, and not voting doesn't really make any sense. It's like my resolve melted away. Like if you're really not gonna vote, don't go. Don't even go near a poll because once you see the names next to each other, you're like, ah, well, McConnell bad, McGrath also bad, but McConnell really bad. And so, I mean, it is the lesser of two evils. Start doing a little moral calculus on the spot there. <laughs> How many bodies do each of these people have on them? Uh, Mitch McConnell oh, was trying to pull us out of Iraq. Granted, it's because that is true. The midterms, Amy McGrath did some shit in Iraq. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Amy's now I guess I can than about anybody to try to drag us back into war. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, she will vote but, for any war, but for one million percent. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can you be this is a philosophical and ethical question. Can you be held responsible for that if you voted for it? And now this is this is really the big question. If that's the case, if you vote for Amy McGrath, she gets us into another war where millions of people died, is voting for Amy McGrath worse than voting for Donald Trump in 2016? Is it worse? I just for everybody listening at home, I just want to point out that Terrence is flicking a switchblade up up and down while he's <laughs> making this point. Deeply unsettling. <laughs> we need to go to Twitch just so you, people can see exactly how you're tearing this up. Now I think I listen. We can't say it out loud because people will like you know throw tomatoes at you and wrap a cane around your neck and pull you off stage. But you're right. Like in truth. You are right. <laughs> there is an argument to be made to that effect. But then, yeah, well, so then I got to thinking about it and said, well, if that's the case, if this does result in war and famine and deaths, is it the worst thing I've ever done? I've done some pretty bad things in my life. I mean, aided and abetted ah. pestilence and the rise of 
global Nazism. <laughs> However, I don't know if if you at this point can be uh, blamed for any war and famine necessarily. Oh my God! Well, I feel like if you knowingly voted for Amy McGrath, maybe you can. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. And you know what? Up, up until now, I'm prepared, though, <laughs> I'm prepared know. to take that burden on my back. You clicked one in for, for Kentucky. Well, I mean, you know, listen. What you want is you want some strong leadership with some experience in the battlefield. I don't think that's unreasonable. <laughs> you know what I mean? She she was tasked with perhaps making a tough call, and that tough call was whether she's going to shoot down a commercial airliner filled with civilians <laughs> in service to save the Pentagon. <laughs> to, to save, uh, you yes. know, all these foreign policy ghouls working in the Pentagon's lives. So, I mean, you know. Who's to say, man? Who's well, to say? Well, real talk, real talk. The, the the options in front of you, if you do slip on a banana peel and wind up in a voting booth, are two ultimately conservative options. Um, and so you're voting for a conservative one way or the other. That's on you at the end of the day. If you want to be like me and re- have regrets, then do it. But if you want to be like Tanya and live your life with no regrets then don't do it um but you know i I, there were a few headlines this week that i thought were pretty fascinating um following the debates democratic support for a fracking ban dropped an eye-popping 16 points from 65 percent to 49 (laughs) percent this is i mean these headlines is why i lost it completely over rudy it was just like the last straw Yes, and then the second one was support for Amy Coney Barrett has risen 18 points among Democrats um, after the Ooh. hearings. So uh, make no mistake, really? folks. We're really moving. It's the all dial. conservative. It's all, yes. There's no moving the dot. No moving the needle. If you thought, oh, with Bernie, we're going to pull things to the left. It's the Overton window, baby. We can participate in this. Get over yourself. That'll never happen. We lost. Leftists will never ever ever be able to influence and i don't want to hear this again when it comes up in 2024 when aoc runs <laughs> shut it down shut it down quick you'll never be able to influence the electoral process as a leftist get over it this isn't 1932 it's never happening again that's all you can say about it that's the last word on it. <laughs> that's the last word on it nail in the coffin <laughs> That on oh that. my god! I presume y'all also saw in the headlines uh, that uh, NASA tapped Nokia, no less, to uh, put a cell tower on the moon <laughs> before, <laughs> just in time for AOC's run for president. I, I think mean, that's dope. Maybe it won't come to fruition. Remember, it's been years ago, maybe even a decade ago, that they were uh, toying with us and uh, throwing out some uh, uh, some threats to start projecting ads on the moon. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was tight. That never happened, I don't think, did it? <laughs> that makes know. me so unfathomably sad. <laughs> That I have to look up in the night sky and see, like, the Verizon logo or something. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like the bat symbol. Oh, it's bad. Well, but, what they're trying to do, they're trying to, you know, they're trying to see if they got those 
moon minerals and all that shit. That was the basis for that goddamn uh, space force bullshit and all yeah. that stuff. It's just, it's just a way to get you know private companies to foot the bill for space exploration and da 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 da. Well, even you know what's come out even um, in the last couple of weeks too is that SpaceX or whatever the fuck. Uh, has said that they are going to be able by some date soon that they're going to be able to guarantee same day weapons delivery anywhere in the world <laughs> so do y'all see this yeah, you didn't see that. this no, so it. it's like this all this like all this space even calling it spacex it's all a fucking ruse it's all like people are into space people like space we love the moon so they're just going to keep using words like this to convince us that we're doing something cool that they're doing something cool when really they're just um you know getting tons of government money and who knows whatever uh to figure out how to (laughs) fly around the planet delivering weapons that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. They're like, Woo! you need a weapons drop? Just give us your low coordinates. Same day delivery. Oh, well, speaking of that, sort of on that same note, did you guys see this thing going around for an ad? It was there was an ad for Uber, but for bodyguards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw my God. Tom posted, I saw. Tom had a good, good idea. He was just going to, his plan was to make a killing being beaten to death well, while, his, yeah, could you, while his clients could, get away. <laughs> I wonder if you could just like um, li- you're going to rob a bank so you're like I need some bodyguards for this. You get on Uber. <laughs> Guys, I've already paid you $6.28. You have to ride this out with me. <laughs> and I, on the, the screenshot of the like form you fill out, one of the questions was what is the threat if known? <laughs> right, man. You're you gonna, know you the tell threat? You're gonna have you're gonna have motherfuckers living in the suburbs and going to Trader Joe's that respond with Al Qaeda because they just want like you know terrified that like you know a Mexican guy is gonna accost them or something. Uh huh. Well, bond. Be able... It's called bond. Why bother when you can get a weapon delivered same day? Quicker okay, than groceries. Now, imagine this. Imagine this. Thursday night in a college town. Everybody's out drunk, having a good time. You pull up and you've got Lyft and Uber in the window. And then you've got Bond on the other side. And so, like, you're, like, in between, like, dropping people off, you might have to, like, go like go on, like, a secret mission to, like, transport a fucking, like, diplomat to the airport or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll still Some be the... living in a world where my partner and I can't get on uh, a call at the same time. God damn. Work it's video like a, calls. You know that episode Some... of King of the Hill where Dell's a mercenary and gets the, the call from the back of Soldier of Fortune magazine? That's what that shit reminded me of. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Some some of these testimonials for Bond are pretty funny. Um, you know, this does create a problem see. for Hollywood. Uh, Hazel, what's that? I mean, how how are they gonna come up with shit crazier than what's really going on? Is my question. 
<clears throat> I did, yeah. Um, I did feel like that while watching the Golden Arm, that Quibi show. Um, Were you supporting well, Quibi? It was an attempt at a Quibi show, anyways. <laughs> no, I was not. But there was a thing going around about it, about one of the shows on it called The Golden Arm. The fucking Quibi thing is really goddamn funny. Um, someone someone posted yesterday a screenshot of an interview from the founders, and um, it's funny because like the Quibi was started on the idea that young people, like their attention spans are too short and so they need like little snippets little bites quick bites that's what quibi stood for uh media which is really hilarious because young people aren't like that at all but bites Bites? yeah um but this 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 is a hilarious goddamn interview um people have wondered why katzenberg and whitman in their late and early 60s respectively and not very active on social media would believe they have uniquely penetrating insight into the unacknowledged desires of young people. When I ask Whitman what TV show she watches, she responds, I'm not sure I'd classify myself as an entertainment enthusiast. Wow. But any particular show she likes? Grant, she offered on the History Channel. It's about President Grant. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is ridiculous. That's the biggest freak I've ever heard They're of. They're very out Absolutely. of touch. Absolutely. Oh my God! And yet these people yeah, are so yeah. sick and and twisted and connected that they probably didn't actually lose any money. They probably still made money on a failing business. <laughs> it's sick. Yep. Yep. And now she's going to be some fucking who knows what in, in a presidential cabinet. <clears throat> okay, not to drag us back to Rudy, but. So what I think what's hit me over the edge is that I didn't even realize this, but that Rudy Giuliani was a was a fucking security czar or something for Trump at one point. Um, maybe he's his personal lawyer now. <laughs> That's the most corrupt New York shit I've ever heard of. <laughs> but he was like a security. He's he's. You know, pretending oh, to right. be a security expert, and so all of this is just—he's <laughs> got a Giuliani Partners. He's got an LLC like we do. <sighs> no. Giuliani's just... a comrade with us. Oh, We're in the same God. class bracket. Small business owners. <laughs> oh. Small business owners. Got some good speak your pieces this week. Christ Almighty. Oh God! Let's hear some speaker pieces because I know there's a few there's a few good ones. Well, I never got, I, I I never got to listen to the last what what was it Sunday? Did y'all do? You said there were some all timers. Oh, there was there's some some all timers. All timers. Uh, if you I'd want some all timers, if yeah, if you want some all timers, go to the Patreon. We've got some all timer speaker pieces on the Patreon on Sunday's episode. So go to go to the I check wonder, that out. I bet I can't get last week's paper now. It's Thursday. The new one already come out. Yep, Tom. Speaking of the new one, people, be careful who you vote for. Seems somebody in Letcher County doesn't share Terrence's opinion that it doesn't matter who you vote for this time. <laughs> The Bible says in Matthew 6 and 24 that no one can serve two masters. If you vote for evil, you will be in trouble. You better vote for someone who's going to help your country, not take your social security or make things more evil. 
read the Bible, serve God, vote for Trump, please. Uh, amazing that, that Trump's going to be the one that's <laughs> not going to take your Social Security. That one was really interesting because it was, uh, I didn't know where it was going to go. Uh. <laughs> he is not for evil, he is for good. Bad people are out there stirring up trouble. Please live for God. Don't do evil things. Read God's word and serve him. <clears throat> yeah, I just want to make clear that my my official position is that it does not matter. If you're an American citizen who wants to do good, it doesn't matter who you vote for. That voting actually doesn't matter whatsoever. I'm saying this You just want to be vote. clear on the record opposing I want to be system. clear... That's yes. I want to be clear on the record. <laughs> well, so here's a here's a, a diametrically opposed position. Donald Trump has paid more for sex than he did on his income tax statement for the past decade. <laughs> Same, honestly. What are you gonna do? Oh man, this next one's excellent. To the old grouch who doesn't like me going across the road to try to be friends with somebody. <laughs> I don't care not one bit what you think and what you say. Keep your thoughts to yourself. On Sesame Street, they have a grouch who lives in a garbage can. His name is Oscar. <laughs> Maybe you ought to watch Oscar and take some pointers from him, but this ain't Sesame Street. This is the real world, and I don't live in a fantasy world like you do. <laughs> Harsh, Wait, I, I thought that was pretty funny because it's it says... It says, you're a grouch like Oscar on Sesame Street, but this is the real world. I don't live in the fantasy world like you do. <laughs> yeah, it's Bitch. like a weird circular own. <laughs> I, I like this one because it's broken up with an ad that says, ladies, fur-lined boots. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I heard, that pre I heard that preacher's running for office and bragging that the NRA had endorsed him. Does he not trust God to take care of him? If he trusts God, Ooh. why does he think he needs his guns? This is actually, I want to go ahead and say it. This is not a trap point because, like, the same people that, like, think God will protect them from a coronavirus also have, like, a fucking artillery <laughs> in their fucking tool shed. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love this one. I think they should disarm the preachers and let God defend them. I let God defend me because I trust the Lord enough not to worry about guns and the NRA and things like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow. Excellent. Dear speak your peace. Oh, this is gold. Dear speak your peace. I think it's time to put the kids back in school. My son had the coronavirus. He is 37. He had almost no symptoms. He sweated it out. And he had a taste problem. <laughs> I, I think the kids would probably have a better immune system than him, so it's back to school time. <laughs> I like the idea that you can just sweat out, like, coronavirus, like you can sweat out, like, you know, a hangover or, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also dumb because you're hungover because, like, there's an electrolyte imbalance. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sweating for a hangover is actually the worst thing you can do. I love just pointing at your watch. Back to school time. Back, Back to, to school, school time, time bitch. You. My 37-year-old son had taste problems. And I know you kids have better immune systems than that, so it's time. I also just like how this this is strictly one anecdotal case. And, like, they're totally glossing over the fact that hundreds of thousands of people have died from this. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, your son was lucky, but uh, guess what? <laughs> God yeah. bless you, Mr. President. The world needs to be concerned about the 8 million tons of plastic that's been dumped into the oceans each year. <laughs> Most of it being just plastic <laughs> bottles. Another thing the world should be concerned about is the millions of gallons of radioactive water Japan is going to release into the ocean from the crippled Fukushima nuclear plant. How can Japan do this? There is a lot going on in this world that the future can't stand. There is no future left if we keep going the way we are going with our oceans and our air. We are murdering our oceans. Hi. I love this one starts off, God bless you, Mr. President. Truly, what, how, where is the... What a whiplash. I like what I like so much about this is this is like like this person stuck in like nineteen forty six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just like post World War Two, like <laughs> like xenophobia towards Japan. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I've been through several haunted houses in my day. <laughs> But we went through Mountain Mayhem last night in Whitesburg and found it to be the best haunted house my family's ever gone through. Wow. It was very scary and very good. The three things that stood out were the creepy clown, the awful nun, and the scarecrow. Ooh. Watch out for them. (laughs) They are really good. Check out Mountain Mayhem. It's really cool. Thank you. Guarantee. That's, like, that's a nice endorsement. <laughs> I, I want this person to write an endorsement of our show. No, I guarantee who wrote that is the people who are running that haunted house. But I know right where that's at. That's right by the greenhouse where we got our starts after all ours died. Oh, the yeah. creepy clown, the awful nun, and the scarecrow. That's us. Tag, I'm the awful <laughs> nun. Tag yourself. You're the you're awful th- nun. You're not the awful nun. Well, maybe yeah. you are. You're the awful, uh... I'm definitely the creepy clown. Y'all can fight over the other two. <laughs> okay, as long as I'm not the clown, I can't handle clowns. I'll be the scarecrow. Yeah, I'm kind of... Yeah, that sounds right. <clears throat> Last one here. <laughs> awful nun. <laughs> Just leading the praise and worship band. When you're driving on Main Street in Whitesburg, you have the right-of-way unless a pedestrian <laughs> crosses the street at a crosswalk. When you're coming off the bypass on the main street or from the old high school hill, you have a stop sign. Get it? Get that? <laughs> Two stop signs feeding into main street. You come to a complete stop. Wait until main street is clear before you carry on. So young man, don't flip off an elder waiting at a stop sign when you have the right away and driving on main street. Shame on you. You hurt my feelings. Truly. I picked shame. this one. I picked this one because it could have been me. It's entirely possible that I was, I am the young man in question here. They Did just you caught flip, you on the wrong day. You flipped off an old man. Well, I get so pissed off that people just don't give a fuck about pedestrians downtown. They just fucking zoom on down. I, maybe oh, I should write my own speaker piece. This is about a pedestrian? I didn't see this from a pedestrian point of view. No, it's, it's an old man getting pissed that a young pedestrian pissed flipped him off he went oh. the old man was in his car the young man me flipped him off gotcha and don't pedestrians always have the right of way or something i don't know yes they, technically yes technically yes they it do. was actually terrence as his old man character <laughs> writing the speech of peace <laughs> <laughs> hello 
Yeah, that pissed me off. Terrence is both Shame people in this story. He, hello. I was driving downtown, and I was just coming back from voting, and the young man pissed me off. <laughs> I went I, I went in there, slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> oh, voted God. for Joe Biden. I voted for... I voted for the aircraft uh, fighter pilot, and now, guess what? The Japanese are going to release the nuclear waste from Fukushima, and uh, and Amy McGrath is going to stop them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that about does it for us, folks. Um, You know, before we go... Yeah, before we go, I've got a little bit of a plug here. Tom and I went on a podcast, Reply Guys, the other day, and I had a good bit on there that was not appreciated on the show on that show, so maybe it'll be appreciated on this show. But um it was about uh you know that movie where Amy Adams plays... You know that movie Arrival where Amy Adams plays like a linguist? Yeah. Uh, That's she, good. That's she good has movie. to decide... Yeah, imagine imagine that, that... That's the movie, but the aliens are J.D. Vance coming back from Yale Law, and he knows all these fancy words, and Amy Adams plays an opioid-addicted hillbilly, and she has to decipher... Like an opioid-addicted hillbilly linguist? Yes. <laughs> she knows everything about universal grammar and Chomsky. Diphthongs. Yes, but she loves her Oxycontin. But she loves um, she loves Oxycontin and and just uh <laughs> living in shabbiness. Yes, and she has to decipher the big words that JD learned when he was at school, like uh jurisprudence and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> So it's her and Jeremy Renner in a in a tent, and she's strung out, and they're on a chalkboard, and he, she's like sounding out the words jurisprudence and uh, omnipotent. I don't know what are what are some big words you would learn at Yale Law. Uh, <laughs> truly motion and lemony. <laughs> I don't know. Let me rewatch Legally Blonde real quick and come back. Yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. That's the new movie from Ron Howard coming out summer 2022. Uh, Screenplay by Terrence Ray. That's me. That's Uh, like, that needs to be the next trend instead of doing like all these reboots. It's just reimagining movies to make them funny. (laughs) Anyway. Like Apollo 13... But it's Apollo sixty nine. They send in Kevin Bacon and Tom Hanks. It's like yeah, it's like uh, Apollo thirteen. But they let Gary Sinise go on the mission, and it turns out he uh, had some horrible disease. <laughs> he did. He had smallpox in that movie. <laughs> Is that what it was? He had smallpox. I don't know if it's Walmart. Yeah, it's Apollo 13, but they let Gary Sinise go on the trip and hilarity and That's it. That's the only change. It's Apollo 13, but they let Gary Sinise go. Yeah. <laughs> a Ron also Howard a Ron Howard film, movie. too. Yes, yeah, also a Ron Howard film. Uh, That's really dumb. Really, really stupid. <laughs> I love it. 
wow. Okay. All right. On that note, um, don't go vote, people. Uh, throw a wrench in the electoral process by freaking not voting and a middle finger in the air, man. Don't be like us, F- man. Be like Tom Morello. Be yeah. Don't be like us. Uh, you can F be like me. System. I haven't voted yet, and may not. Or be like Tom. But let's be real. So, you're going to so vote. Inco- Honestly, I don't know. Me and Michelle talked about it. We were like, we just we we feel we have we feel no pull to do that. We have no interest in it. <laughs> and if we you don't do, think that I have not been to town. I can't tell you the last time I was in downtown. Tanya, I want to tell you something. You mm. do so at your own peril. Vote or don't vote. Anybody that's going to vote scold me, by God, go here next year, order the little list, and you will see by Tom Sexton that I did punch one in. You think if I don't vote, I'll live to regret it because I'll be scolded for it for the rest of my life? Tanya, if Donald Trump's elected to a second term, they will run you out of your house with uh, torches and pitchforks. Oh, my God. My neighbors won't let him. I'm going to regret having voted, um, but it also doesn't matter because I really do think Biden will win. And I, and well, here's the thing. Here, here's the really funny thing about where think, we live. That's what I said. Do you think Biden's going to win Kentucky? No, Biden will not win Kentucky. But exactly. here's the thing about where we live, which is very interesting. If you live in a place like Kentucky... Every political development is a foregone conclusion. Like if you if you don't listen to this episode and you just somehow turn it on three weeks from now after the election, I guarantee you three things will have happened. And I you know you don't even need a crystal ball to know this. One, Trump will have won Kentucky. Two, McConnell will have beat McGrath. And three, Hal Rogers, our congressional uh, representative, will have won his twenty-first consecutive term in office. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god! So oh, why vote? Why the fucking vote? Amazing. I guess I mean, the only reason I did it is because I run. A, I feel like such an angsty teenager or whatever when I tell people like. I'm not gonna vote, or I didn't vote. If this is, I mean, like, I just can't say it with a straight face and and, well, honestly, and take myself seriously. I guess that's what, why. Any, I've not thought about it much, honestly. But every time I do think about it, do you know what? I, you know what I think? I think I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna bother doing it. But I'm gonna tell everybody I did. I'm just gonna lie. Well, Tanya, <laughs> you just let the cat out of the bag, and two, an hour ago, you just said, "Oh, people can see <laughs> you voted or not." Exactly. Who cares? It, it's all so That's in, true. inconsequential. None of it matters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've just had a lot going on the past two weeks, this, and it really has. I've, I mean, I deleted Facebook. I've muted election everywhere. I just I cannot get further away from it. And if it weren't for this podcast, I'd know very little about what was going on. You two are my slow drip of... <laughs> misery from the outside world <laughs> oh my god uh will you really remember uh, don't don't remember the bad times tanya when you look back on these years don't remember the bad the despair and exactly. everything we forced upon you for your job i'm trying to remember the good shit i'm trying to focus on the, the good, good times an election is not that Rem- I yeah, also remember I like- apollo 13 Remember Apollo 13 where Gary Sinise goes to the moon? <laughs> Gary Sinise got to fly. Gary Sinise uh, 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 flew, flew, flew so we could 
walk. To install a Joseph Robinette Biden. A Nokia tower. That's right. Progress demands it. That's right. Okay, well, um, go to the Patreon if you want some more good content. Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Trillbilly Workers Party. Look, I've been I've been hearing that the last couple episodes have been bangers. So um, go check those out. They got uh, some good speaker pieces in them. One of them does anyways. Um, not very expensive either. Five dollars. Not a lot of not a lot of money, folks. Five dollars. It's a five dollar bill. Go and give your money. <clears throat> so you can go do that at Patreon. And. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see you there. And if not, we'll see you next week on the main feed. Any last words, friends? Happy Scorpio season. I guess they've left me already. I just like no, to I'm thank oh, okay. Gary Sinise for his contributions. That's it. Happy, happy <laughs> Scorpio season. <laughs> what are y'all? What are y'all doing for Halloween? I'm staying in, like a responsible, like a responsible. <laughs> yeah. Of course you are, but are you gonna watch movies? Are you gonna cast some spells? Are you gonna bake a poison apple? What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hadn't considered that, but maybe I'll do that. You know, Terrence, I think you should go um, down to the bridge downtown and do a photo shoot with the pumpkin. Cast yourself off of it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we need you at 100%. We don't need you with a broke wrist. God. Or whatever that kid broke when he threw himself off the bridge for a... I swear, there's some things I think about every day, and that's one of them. That kid? That, that guy, that kid dramatically, like, said, oh, if you don't go out with me, I'm going to kill myself and jumping off an eight-foot bridge. That poor bastard. And showed up Poor the next bastard. day in a cast, tr- yeah. trying to get her back. Yeah, god damn it. Oh, it's hard. Lord. No, go get under that that uh that halo of witch hats downtown right now, and get, and take some it's about take some pics of yourself. Some All right, shelfies. I'll do that. <laughs> um. All right, let's go. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.